they they seem to have a a a much larger aftermarket with Toyota or a relationship with Toyota than they do with Jeep. But I think that's something that is in a a in a state of flux right now. This store is brand new. They they're kind of new to the to the Northwest. Well, hey, Jeeper, I'm Josh, and have you ever thought about what you might do if you ever stumbled across a duffel bag full of money? Yes. Yeah, I think we all have, right? (laughs) Well, this woman found $15,000, and you're going to trip when I tell you what happened next. I've also got all the details surrounding the big reveal that happened at the Chicago Auto Show, and later, I'm here to brighten your day, or night in this case, as we get into some interior lighting in Tech Talk. Well, it's all happened in White Lake Township, Michigan, and this little old woman has been without a vehicle for over a year. She walked to and from work 2.7 miles each way, and that's so over five miles every day that she was walking to and from work. And uh, well, in in January, it's you know cold in Michigan. You have to be right. Uh, on her way home, she stopped at a BP gas station to warm up, maybe grab some hot cocoa or something. I'm not sure. Maybe use the restroom, something like that. Well, as she was going through the uh, the BP parking lot there, um, she decided you know she looked down. There's like, oh crap, there's a there's a bag here. I'm just gonna pick that up. It looks kind of out of place. And um, as she's uh, you know doing her thing, she noticed that this bag was full of something. Holy crap. There's $15,000 in this bag. What? That ain't cocoa. <laughs> that ain't cocoa. No. And uh, not exactly something you find just laying around uh, on the ground at a BP gas station, uh, nonetheless. Well, this is on Highland Road uh, in White Lake Township, Michigan there. Uh, so those of you in the area might know that BP gas station. You're like, hey, I drive by that every day. Well, she immediately called the police, of course. Um, now, some of Why? us might um, <laughs> might okay. run home really quick. And, well, uh, we and know what Tony was going to do. Uh, I, I'd look for $100,000 so I could buy an AEV special edition Jeep. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, anyways, uh, it's, you know, a good chunk of change. She decided to do the right thing. Um, now the sergeant of the White Lake Police Department, uh, uh, I don't know if he was the one who took the call, uh, ended up uh, doing the report or whatever, but he got wind of the story and decided to share it. Uh, the first person that he shared it with was his wife who got in touch with the chief of police and, uh, they decided to team up together and started a GoFundMe page for this little old lady. Uh, and it was Aww. awfully nice of them. Yeah, you know, yeah. she she did the right thing. Um, they figured, okay, you know, maybe we'll raise a few bucks and 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 she can, um, you know, get a little reward out of the deal. Um, and uh, and so word spread very quickly. Uh, and in a matter of just days, uh, that GoFundMe page has had raised sixty seven thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. Well, That's when you've got amazing. a police department behind you and you're a, sure. you know, a sweet little old lady. Uh, people are going to people are going to come out and help right yeah. especially this time of year you know january cold they they lit out the whole story you know this woman walks to and from work every day um sure, you know she's sure. she she can't retire yet you know all this sort of stuff um and i'm really you know li- li- laid out her story well the public you know just poured in the support the, she had no idea this was going on though so uh, she gets this call from Fox Two, the you know local news affiliate, and uh, and and you know then an officer shows up while she's on the phone, 
And so she's like, what, what, you know, what's, what, what's going on here? What's she, happening I mean, total here? Shock, <laughs> total shock. Right. Um, and, and so uh, they're telling her that, hey, you know, um, we, we you did the right thing. Uh, we, we wanted to, you know, you know, show appreciation uh, for you, you know, being a good citizen, you know, all that sort of stuff. And so with the help of, of Zot, um M59 Chrysler Jeep in White Lake, um, they got her a new Jeep. Wow. Um, and so out of all of this, for finding this money, um, for turning it in, uh, the police decided to, to help out, start up this GoFundMe, uh, raised $67,000, got a local dealership involved. Uh, they got her this brand spanking new, fully loaded Jeep Compass in military I, green. I just knew it was going to be a compass. <laughs> Uh, she loves it. She yeah. absolutely loves it. Watch out for it, that technology, sweetheart. It's better. Horrible. It's yeah. better than walking. Okay. That's true. <laughs> Way better than walking. So uh, hopefully she'll listen to the show and and find out from Wendy how to turn off some of that shit. But. Yes, <laughs> I'll be happy to Sorry. share that with her. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, the police were able to track down the newlyweds who had dropped the cash what? in the gas oh. station parking lot. They're from wow. the other side of the state. What? And uh, and yeah, we're, we're traveling for, you know, the honeymoon, that sort oh. of stuff had stopped off to, you know, fill up the tank or something like that and and had to basically cancel the honeymoon because yeah. they lost their money. Oh um, you know, and it, we're talking cash here. It's not like you've got insurance on an envelope full of cash here, you know. So, yeah, yeah this is this was all bad for them. So they get a call from the police, um, you know, uh, you know, after a week of, of after canceling their their honeymoon, say, uh, hey, folks, uh, congratulations. But uh, by the way, we have your money. <laughs> it's like, you know, so all, all this stuff, all these, you know, it's just such a, a happy ending to this story, I suppose. The favorite part of this is um, that this this woman's favorite uh, part of all of this is that she now gets to go to her granddaughter's gymnastics meets, which she has uh, not been able to do, has had to live vicariously through uh, her kids, um, getting, you know, pictures and sort of, uh, you know, uh, after the fact. Now she can actually go there, be and see it in person, you know, and and cheer her granddaughter on and, you know, all that sort of stuff. That's just, you know, cooler than all heck to me. And she can't wait. To drive her new Jeep there. So that I thought that was just super cool. So did I miss it? How did they know who the money belonged to? Was there something? So they, the, the police kind of like how they tracked down the owner of the guy who uh, vandalized your Jeep, Tony. The, there was surveillance involved. Uh, uh, we're talking about $15,000 in cash. So, you know, cooler heads prevailed. They could have just put that into the fund, into evidence. 30 days later, it's ours. Yep. No, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, the White Lake Police Department have some good people there, and and they decided to you know burn a few calories and see if they couldn't track the people down. Chances wow. are they they saw the the bag being dropped, right. you know, associated with whatever vehicle was at that pump at the time. Got a license plate. I mean, very easy to sort of see how things progressed as far as tracking those people down. Gas stations generally have a fair amount of good surveillance in them, uh, you know, stores around them, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So chances are with very little amount of footwork, they were able to track these people down and and get a hold of them. Wow. Good. That makes sense. So lucky for the newlyweds, though. Yeah. You know, I mean, this it was probably money donated for the wedding. You know how that happens at a, at a wedding, and then they're out having a good time. And you imagine having to cancel your honeymoon? No. You know? I mean, you're you're on the way. You're mm-hmm. on the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, 
Gosh, dang it, man. That I feel bad for them. So, uh, I mean, yeah. obviously, they, they had uh, a happy ending to this. This little old lady had a happy ending. The, the police department had a happy ending. The, the dealership, I mean, they got involved. Everybody involved with this. This is just one of those feel-good Jeep stories that kind of, you know, started off kind of weird and took a little bit of a twist, but we ended up in a good place. One person uh, walked by it and go, I'm not picking up somebody else's trash. Uh, they don't you pay me for it. that. You know it. <laughs> You know, somebody's walking. I saw that little red bag in the parking lot. I thought about stopping. I no, didn't no. pick it up. Exactly. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> what could have been? Feel good well, be story. Sure I like it. Sorry. And be sure to stay tuned to the Jeep Talk Show for stories like this and from the latest news from around the Jeep world twice a week, every week. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show with Chuck, Wendy, Josh, and Tony. Well, howdy, it's Wendy, and hopefully you're listening to Newbie Nuggets on our Tuesday episodes. You just never know what I might cover. Gotta check it out. I'm Tony, and Chuck would be here, but he's birthing calves. I was gonna say cows. I guess there they, they will be soon cow, uh, cows, but right now they're calves. So. They're calves, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. My well, calves are kind of hurting right now. Yeah, that's what I thought he was talking about when he said somebody's calves, <laughs> he wouldn't be able to make it. And I went, oh, wait, oh, no, no, he's got cows there. So Oh, that's right. He's a he's a rancher. He's he's one of them cowboys. He's the one of them Yellowstone cowboys. He's going to give me grief for that one. <laughs> Well, let's get back to the news. Local Jeep news, national Jeep news, and news from around the world. It's This Week in Jeep. So, Tony, I know you're balls deep into social media. So, um, how about uh, Jeep's latest Twitter, uh, latest tweet? Have you seen that? Wrong. I am not balls deep because I was able to get my balls in there, too. (laughs) Jeez. And there goes the show, folks. (laughs) All right. I didn't start it. I didn't start it. (laughs) Yes, but you're always there to take care of it and finish it, aren't you? (laughs) So uh, on Jeep's Twitter account this week, uh, they posted out a little teaser video. And and Jeep uh, has been famous over the recent history uh, for these little teaser videos. They've they've got some people out there doing some decent production work and uh, and that sort of stuff. And uh, and this teaser video was asking people to tune in for the quote-unquote powerful premiere uh, that was supposed to be uh, aired today as we're recording this, Thursday, uh, <laughs> mid-morning. Uh, the teaser was a uh, it was a short video. It showed an old, old, I mean, we're talking like 1979, 1983 type of television here. You know, it got one knob on it. Uh, that type of thing. Yeah, uh, it's coming out coming out of the background and it's coming closer and closer to you. And uh, and on the TV is a drawing, not a very good one. Uh, looks like it's done with crayon, possibly, uh, of a Wrangler. It's pretty much just the front end, very very rudimentary. Just the you know the front grill, headlights, bumper, windshield. Little guy in the in the driver's seat there smiling. Looks now like got our a logo. <laughs> It does it's look got like axle. It's got axle and tires, and it's it's up on a it's up on a rock. It does look like the Jeep Talk Show logo, doesn't it? it does. Well, text on this. The text on this is proud member lunatic fringe. Ah, okay. Yes, I've heard about this from Greg. So, right now, those are the, who are deep in the Jeep circles might know what lunatic fringe means or is. Now, the, the lunatic fringe was a group of Jeep employees who put up their own money, their own time and, and efforts to make the Wrangler Rubicon a reality. These guys were off-road enthusiasts, they were Jeep enthusiasts, and they wanted to see Jeep 
produce a vehicle that was off-road ready, that had everything that uh, an an off-road enthusiast would need to get the most out of their Jeep off-road. And, uh, and of course, they named it after the, the world-class uh, wheeling trail that we've actually talked about endlessly here on the show. Um, the premiere video was shown at the Chicago Auto Show um, going on right now as, we, uh, as we're recording this. Uh, February 11th through the 20th is when it was happening. The scene opens with uh, Red Rock Trails, a dark-colored Jeep SUV splashing through a small stream in these Red Rock Trails. You're kind of down in the canyons a little bit, and a VO voiceover kind of starts in. It's impossible to think about where we're going. You see these snowy, tree-covered mountainscapes shown without appreciating everywhere we've been. Back to Red Rock Trails, lots of rocks. So as we look to our future, images of buildings of glass, cityscapes, you know, very city-like looking, making sure our soul remains intact. American flag waving, new Wagoneer logo with a flag. We summon the best of our past. Old Wagoneer shown in the snow out in front of an old house to shape a brilliant future. Different scenes of drafting and design taking place. It's an American adventure. Snowy landscape. Jeep comes in, drifting sideways, totally under power. Electrified. Jeep changing, or Jeep's charging station shown in the middle of nowhere. The corner station. Multiple Jeeps shown pulling up to a Jeep's charging station. Now filling our tanks with sunlight. Plugging in at a Jeep start charging station. It's an iconic SUV made even better by you. You see the Wagoneer and Wrangler models shown in action off-road, and new trails beckoning more vivid than ever before. Wagoneer dashboard with four giant screens built into it. It's just a massive audio-visual, just this huge display. It's freedom at your command. Overhead view of a Jeep shown with like radar coming out on all four sides with a built-in co-pilot. Assuming it's an autopilot heads-up display being shown here on the screen now and stories by the fire. Multiple Wrangler 4XEs shown pulling up around a campfire that brings us warmth in new ways. Large screen on a Wrangler dash showing a campfire and in, in camp, like a fireplace and just, you know, fire. You know, all while we fix our eyes on the road ahead. Jeep is cresting this rock as a spotter is giving commands. Some things must always remain. Showing a close-up of a control on a dash of a Jeep appears to raise and lower the suspension. Four knobby tires. Jeep is shown rock crawling. I've got a Wrangler coming through this trail. Then a close-up of the suspension in action, going up and down, the springs getting compressed and all that sort of stuff. Seven slots in the grill. The scene shows a Grand Cherokee, maybe, with a seven-slot grill. And the freedom of wide open space disappearing into the sky. And that Wrangler is shown reaching the summit of this mountain. The scene pans back in a way to show a mountaintop above all these clouds. And it just keeps going, zooming out and out and out to a black screen. Jeep. There's only one. And that's when Jim Morrison comes out of nowhere and he's just all smiles. I mean, I <laughs> don't think this guy could be grinning more ear to ear than that. And uh, and so that's the... the, the <laughs> Wouldn't you video. if you had his job? <laughs> this is the happiest <laughs> man on the planet. Bar 100%. You know, so, all yeah. that all that interview, I actually asked him what it, what Jeep he had, and it dawned on me: anyone he wants. I, I guess you just right. you know, all of them. Yeah. You just <laughs> decide what you're going to drive home today, and he says, "Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, pretty you, much." You bastard. Who's going to tell him no? <laughs> I need the keys to this one today. Okay, here you go, Jim. <laughs> So it was a, it was a cool um, premiere video. I think what Jeep is is trying to tell us here with this is, is this and just and come along with me on this on this on this ride here 
they're they're taking a turn into the future. Um, they know that these are are roads not charted. Um, this is new territory for Jeep, and it kind of on the surface appears as if Jeep is steering away from its roots. Um, but they want to let you, let us know that that even though things are going to start moving in a different direction, they're very well anchored in their past. They know where their heritage comes from. And and they know what about this history that has made this brand what it is. They're not going to ignore that. And they want to assure us of that. I think mm-hmm. that's the the, prim, the 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 main message that they want to 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 get past here. Jeep is about to make some big moves. It's gonna be kind of scary. You're gonna see some new stuff coming up that's gonna look very not Jeep. But we want to assure you that we're still locked into our roots and we haven't forgotten where we came from. Well, I'll reference the interview one more time. That's exactly what I got from both uh, Tom Zielinski and Jim Morrison during that interview was they're they're both very much Jeep people. Uh, And, you know, of course, uh, Jim doesn't make all of the decisions for Jeep, but he's in a a good position to help uh, nurse it in the right direction. And I think as long as he's there, that uh, we're not going to see IFS uh, on a Wrangler or a, a Gladiator, uh, that it'll, uh, it, things will improve, but it will be, still have, like what you said, the Jeep roots uh, involved in it. I mean, things have changed drastically from the original Jeep, but it, but it's still a Jeep. Oh, 100%. So I, I know we, there's some very interesting things that are, um, you know, coming up on the horizon with Jeep. Um, we, we saw little bits and pieces of that teased in this video. Um, which if you want to see the the video, including the uh, Jim Morrison breakdown, I've got a link to the YouTube video in the show notes for this episode uh, over at jeeptalkshow.com. Uh, so you can actually see what I what, what it was that I was describing, hear the voiceover for yourself, uh, and then actually get the breakdown from Jim Morrison himself. And as, as he goes through another 20 minutes of, of, uh, of explaining sort of the direction that the Jeep is moving and, and, uh, and everything. So it's, it's actually worth a watch. Uh, I, I recommend it if you're, if you're kind of worried about the Jeep brand, uh, kind of the direction that they may be going, th- this might help to set your, uh, set your mind at ease. I'm not worried about it. Uh, you know, there's lots of Jeeps, uh, lots of Jeeps I haven't owned yet. There's a bunch of used Jeeps. If it got really bad, I could just uh, do that or build my own. Damn it. <laughs> True. But I but I don't think we're gonna have to go that direction anytime soon. I, I think uh, as soon as they get something that uh, either makes power, uh, makes electricity, uh, you know, generates it, or holds a lot more of it uh, in a smaller package, um, I, 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 when that happens, the the electric uh, electrification of Jeeps are gonna is gonna be wonderful. So um, just it's, I just don't think we're gonna be there yet. But you never know when a breakthrough is gonna happen. Well, remember what we were talking about last week with that e-fuel? That's a breakthrough that we're just waiting to happen. I'm really curious to see uh, what Jeep is going to be doing with that kind of technology or if they're working on their own. Mm-hmm. So far, we don't know. Yep, yep. Well, hey, Jeeper, if you're liking this kind of news or any of the kind of uh, stuff that we're presenting to you here at the Jeep Talk Show, be sure to let us know what you think about it. Head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact, and you're going to find out all the different ways that you can interact with us here at the show. You can do it by phone or by email, all kinds of different ways. Just let us know what you're thinking about this episode or others. Anything that you've heard on the show, let us know. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. Has your Jeep left you in the dark? In just a few minutes, Josh is going to talk about interior lighting upgrade options for your Jeep uh, in this week's Tech Talk. It's a good place to put it. From the mind of Nikki G. 
Hey, this is Nicky G. And Josh, about two years ago, you put new ball joints on your Jeep. But your Jeep's been broke for about three years. So according to my calculations, you get about negative 343 miles per ball joint. Yeah, that's horrible. But that's not why I'm calling. I'm calling to find out if you know why cows have hooves. Yes, yeah, because they lactose. <laughs> God damn it. You get it? Lactose. Yeah, yeah we yeah, got it. Explain we got it. it. It's just oh, not working. That's exactly How about right. this one? Singing in the shower is fun until you get soap in your mouth. Then it turns into a soap opera. Yeah, I'm going to end on that one. All right, boys and girls, I'll chat you later. And you have a good one. Bye. I was thinking he was going where the uh, fat lady, uh, it, it's over when the fat lady has soap in her mouth, but that's not apparently where he was going. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> you got tech questions? Ah, oh, what do I ever? We have answers. Oh, that's good. I just, I, it's Tech Talk with Jeep Talk. Yahoo! That's all I can think about now is Nikki G dropping the soap. <laughs> God, <laughs> soap <it>. on a <laughs> rope. <laughs> Well, Jeeps are awesome, unlike my imagination, which I need to kill now. Uh, We all know this. Um, It's one of the primary reasons we all own at least one Jeep, right? But Jeeps over the years have lacked some of the simple necessities of what we might consider regular cars and trucks. For instance, I don't know, things like cup holders. They were a creature comfort thought to be not needed for Jeeps in, well, for decades. It's true. No, look it up. Something as simple as cup holders, you'd think, but yeah. Thankfully, the aftermarket and then later the OEM finally came out with some other solutions. The same goes for interior lighting. Jeeps historically have not had the best interior lighting either. And I'm not talking about just the Wrangler and CJ crowd. Now, even my XJ has crap for lighting, and well, just about any other Jeep I've been in does too. Jeep did try at least, and a lot of the Jeeps of the 90s and on had at least some degree of under-dash lights to help illuminate the footwell of the vehicle you were about to climb into. Unfortunately, the crappy plastic lenses that cover these uh, lights, uh, well, they, they quickly saw thermal fatigue, and they clouded up worse than a Pacific Northwest afternoon. And if they burn out before you got the vehicle, well, there's a good chance you didn't even know they were there to begin with. Thankfully, the aftermarket has some excellent solutions that are not only cheap, but highly effective, too. For less than 40 bucks at the auto parts store, or for about $20 online, you can pick up 6-inch LED light strips that are bright and very easy to install. With a little cash and a little time and a little bit of know-how, you can have exceptional footwell lighting for your Jeep front and rear. All you need to do is stick the self-adhesive lights to the bare metal underneath the dash and underneath the front seats in the back, and then ground the negative lead and tie the positive leads of the LED light strips into your dome light circuit. Now be sure to run all the wiring underneath the carpet, molding, and roll bar pads so it looks OEM, and well, that's pretty much all there is to it. You're done. Since they draw the, the draw from the LEDs is going to be negligible at best, you shouldn't have to worry about incorporating a relay into this, nor will you need a switch for that matter. Providing you tap into the right wire, the lights will automatically come on when you turn the dome lights on or open any of the doors. They will also automatically shut off when the doors are closed. So no worries about a parasitic drain or coming out to a dead battery one morning. To find the wire that you need to tap into on your Jeep to make this all work, well, head over to the12volt.com. That's the and the number 12 and volt all spelled out. It's a great resource for vehicle electrical information, and it's a solid, reliable source that you can trust. 
I've used this site as a reference for years without a single issue or case of bad information. Everything from vehicle wiring colors and their locations to relay wiring diagrams, load calculators, and even a box building configurator for those wanting to tackle their own subwoofer enclosure design. Of course, a regular Google search would also provide the wiring location info if you don't want to waste your time on a super cool website. But once done with this project, you will have the floorboards of your Jeep illuminated so well, you might find that long-lost 10mm socket, <laughs> that long-lost earring, or that favorite pen that's been missing since before COVID. Now, I'm going to leave the selection of the LED light strips up to you. Maybe you want something that you can change the color on, or that can strobe. Hell, I don't know what you're <laughs> to. Oh, I will say ah. this, though. Like I always do about this time. Surface prep is everything. Even with that said, don't think for a second that even with the good clean surface that the glue on the back of the cheap LED tape reel that you got off of Amazon is going to last one summer or a single frosty morning. So take a tip from me and use zip ties to mount the lights and you won't find them laying on top of your shoes one day in traffic. Zip ties <laughs> are like the micro version of a ratchet strap. They're good for so many things. Yes, they are. Now, you may be the kind of person that just doesn't want to mess with tapping into electrical circuits and things like that. Hell, you may not even own a test light or a multimeter. Maybe just upgrading the light bulbs in the interior is more your speed. No problem. There are several companies out there that offer full LED light packages that come with all the lights that you need to replace the dome light, footwell lights, maybe even map lights, and more with much brighter and or whiter LED lights. Now go to some place like Amazon or eBay and type in something like LED Interior Light Kit Package for Jeep Wrangler. The first result in Amazon for me is a Diode Dynamics Cool White Interior LED Kit compatible with Jeep Wrangler JK 2007-2018 Stage 1 for $28 even. Now how about this deluxe kit for the JKs? $16. It even includes the vanity mirror lights. I mean, there's tons of options out there for whatever level and budget that you're at. So don't sit in the dark anymore. Get out there, upgrade your Jeep's interior lighting today, and be sure to share the before and after pics with hashtag Jeep Talk Show. You, you, you know, I did this uh, way back on the XJ, back when LEDs were expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, back when LED interior lighting options were first coming on the scene and they were very, very impressive, but also very, very expensive as well. Prices have come down. I mean, factors uh, since this stuff first came on the market. And, and they weren't as bright as they are now. No, no. The, the, the emitter uh, technology has, has really come, uh, come leaps and bounds. Uh, so the amount of lumens that comes out of these things now um, it actually has some, has some weight behind it. Uh, there was a while I was complaining about LED lights and how you couldn't look at them. I mean, they were so goddamn yeah. bright, yeah. Mm -hmm. but you know, you hold them three feet away and you're in the dark. They, yeah. they, they, just, they didn't have any, they didn't have much behind them. They, they were really bright to look at, but they didn't carry very far. Um, now there's lens technology and emitter technology that has increased to the point of where these LED emitters, I mean, which are essentially just a diode. That's what LED stands for, light emitting diode. Um, and uh, th th they, they, they produce so much lumens now from such a small emitter that, uh, that really now some of that LED light has some weight behind it. Yeah, this is, uh, I, put, I copied all this information and sent it to Bill because that's one thing in our Jeep is there's no light. <laughs> there's nothing. So yeah. maybe just simply upgrading our existing, you know, lights might actually help. 
But I love these ideas. It's so nice to have that information. Thank you for this. Oh, I found out something uh, something new recently. Bill uh, ATX, part of the JTS team, uh, was putting uh, LEDs uh, under his uh, his uh, kick panel or under the dash. I think like that's what you were just talking about, Josh. Uh, mm-hmm. I did not realize that there has been a change to LEDs that you can now buy LEDs that dim. So you can dim them with varying voltage. Before, mm-hmm. you had to have a PCM to de- basically flash the LEDs so that they're off more, they're on, more than they're on, yada, yada, yada. So he actually uh, uh, put these, uh, I think it was red uh, LEDs that he put in place. And now he can dim them with uh, the dash on his uh, 392 Wrangler, his, uh, his, his JL. Mm-hmm. So that might be something you want to look into or mention that to Bill as well, because yeah. uh, it, if you can dim those lights, it really is helpful instead of it just being mm-hmm. as bright as it can be all the time. Right. Yeah, that's something I ran into when I was doing um, some of the LED uh, light switch out on, on the switches on my dash, my center console. I, I swapped out the the lights that are in those from incandescent to LEDs. Oh, you're right. I think I, found, I, think I did the same thing. I don't think they're real bright all the time. Yeah, on the uh, XJ. Yeah, and uh, and this was done <laughs> a long time ago. And uh, the LEDs um, from back then, you're right, Tony. The the technology has moved, and and I can dim the rest of my dash lights, and at a certain point, that those LEDs will just turn off. Yeah, they have a they voltage they range. Dim, yeah. They don't dim very well. So um, that's just you know older technology versus newer technology. Mm-hmm. But having dimming LEDs whenever without a, a, yeah. an additional stuff that you got to put right, having to put resistor it. packs together, things like that. Yeah, yeah, way cool stuff. Yeah, and of course they have them in all kinds of different colors too. So if you have a color theme going on, uh, maybe you still want your dome light white, but you'd like your your uh, footwells to be red or something like that. You know, there's certainly uh, all kinds of options out there. So the only thing that's limiting really is uh, you know your experience with wiring. Your budget, how far you want to go? It's very, very simple. It doesn't take uh, much uh, effort to uh, start a big fire in your Jeep. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, Tony. Oh, no, everybody's oh like, God. all right, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> nope, not doing life. Well, you know what you can much. do? Uh, what you can do is just get a simple 12-volt adapter, like you would plug in your your phone, a charger, or whatever, just get a 12-volt one, and now you have something that you can play around with uh, and not uh, experiment with your Jeep, hooking up the, the LEDs and seeing how it look, how it works. And then once you have a good feel for it, it is very simple. Once you have a good feel for it, now you can start trying the same thing in your Jeep, and it won't be a, a brand new experience. Try it with a, a well, those things are like four or five bucks or six bucks for a 12 volt. Uh, it's just the things you plug into the wall, and then they have a little thing on the end. You can cut that and, and pull those wires apart, and one's uh, negative, one's positive. Don't do that up. while it's plugged in. Yeah. Really? That without it being plugged in. <laughs> yeah. That's right. one of those warnings we have to do for those yeah. kind of Yeah, the safety tip, you know. I yeah. Just, yeah. Here uh, it is. So we need Here's to side. we need to uh, have it uh, steer for them uh, when they're... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, Josh, I know you were really looking forward to going out to the Ironman.com uh, uh, event. Was it Ironman4x4.com? I can't remember. It's Ironman4x4, isn't it? 
the, this event that was uh, last Saturday, Saturday before. Uh, how did all that go? I mean, that was up in your neck of the woods. All you had to do is. Uh, I was driving an hour. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a little bit a little bit out of the way. Um, I had a friend that was going. I was going to meet up there. Uh, unfortunately, I overslept, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. you're, no. so you're saying that you slept good <laughs> for a change. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. Um, I, I forgot to set an alarm the night before uh, and because uh, and I was going to have to get up earlier than I normally do on the weekends and uh, and get out. So I, I didn't set the alarm. I overslept. I, I got up and it was like an hour and a half after he would have already been there. Uh, wow. And he didn't he didn't stay all that long. Um, and, and so but I got a report of how things went. Uh, the weather wasn't the greatest either. Um, and so, you know, it was kind of drizzly and certainly very cold. Uh, I think high 30s, low 40s uh, drizzle. Not exactly something you want to be out and about walking around in trying mm-hmm. to sip coffee and wake up as you look at rigs. So, um, nonetheless, there was a, a fairly decent turnout. Um, this store, uh, the Ironman 4x4 USA headquarters and flagship retail, retail store, uh, is what they're calling this. It's, and it's in, in Sherwood, Oregon, uh, um, which is about an hour from where I'm sitting right now. And um, uh, this is um, a fairly decent facility. Um, I, from what I understand, they can certainly house uh, hold some some relatively large events. They're going to be doing this every first Saturday of the month uh, moving forward. So every first Saturday of the month, they're going to be doing these um, off-road rigs and coffee events uh, type of things. And, That's um, cool. So it's just yeah. a park and drink coffee, right? It's not an off-road thing, or is it an off-road well, thing? It's, it, well, so this is an off-road store, and so right. this is an off-road event, although th- I don't think that they have an obstacle course there i haven't been to this location i haven't been to this store i don't know how their facility yeah, i'm is sorry set. you okay. haven't been yet i'm asking you questions right. about so how it works according to the photos that i've seen online all, all the pics and everything like that they don't have like it's not a park tony it's not right. like where you would go someplace to go wheel this is a retail store this is an iron man four by four uh, they've been around for a while. They're very big in the uh, in the overland uh, scene. Um, they're kind of Toyota centric a little bit. Um, they they seem to have a, a a much larger aftermarket with Toyota or a relationship with Toyota than they do with Jeep. But I think that's something that is in a, a in a state of flux right now. This store is brand new. They they're kind of new to the to the Northwest. So, um, and they're seeing what kind of a Jeep presence we have out here. And I think that they're kind of starting to shift their focus a little bit. So, um, although there was a significant amount of Toyotas that were there at this event, there was also a, a decent amount of Jeeps. Um, from what I understand, they've done Jeep events, Jeep only events, and they've done Toyota only events. So they kind of know which side of the bread their butters, uh, their, the mm-hmm. bread the butters on type of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but nonetheless, like I said, this is going to be a regular thing. Uh, so here, I mean, what we're sitting on the uh, the 9th of February as we record this, um, I've got another one coming up in one, two, three weeks. So, um, yeah. In Plenty three of time to get rest. So Absolutely. So I'm learn how to set the alarm. The next one. <laughs> yeah. And, and my exactly. plan is to is not only engage with the other Jeepers out there, and, and as we get a little bit closer, I'm going to be announcing, hey, this is going to be official. I'm going to be Good. out there. Meet me. Shake my hand. I'll give you some stickers. You know, that sort of thing. Um, and uh, uh, so well, you guys will be able to participate in, the, in that as well. And I'm going to try and make this a regular sort of event. I want to um, uh, 
uh, to, to develop a reputation with Iron Man 4x4 here if this is going to be their 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 headquarters and flagship store and oh, it's in my backyard. It's, yeah, it's perfect. A perfect opportunity. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah, I remember I, I remember uh, when I interviewed uh, Cody uh, from uh, uh, trailchasers.net that, uh, you know, Cody works for Iron Man 4x4. Uh, he still lives in California, but uh, he he definitely does uh, uh, does stuff there at the uh, at the the home location. And he was telling me that uh, this is this whole North America thing is brand new for Iron Man Four by Four, and that's the reason why everything's so much Toyota is because they're worldwide, and now they're moving into the United States, into North America, not just the United States. So uh, yes, they're definitely going to be interested in uh, doing the. The Jeep thing, because North America is very well known for Jeeps, right. you know, yeah. more so than Toyota. So, obviously, it's people that have Toyotas are going to be set up because they've been doing Toyota stuff for years and years and years. But, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a great uh, great idea to get out there and let them uh, see what a Jeep looks like. 100%. Looking forward to it. And hopefully, uh, you out there listening to this can look forward to uh, meeting me out at one of these uh, uh, off road rigs and coffee events that's happening at the Ironman 4x4 USA headquarters and flagship real st- retail store in Sherwood, Oregon. So, mm-hmm. hope to see you there. Uh, let's see when that's going to be. Uh, we're in February. We're looking at March. First Saturday is going to be the 4th. So, yeah, March 4th. That's actually the week of my birthday. So Ooh, uh, you better show up with cupcakes, you fuckers. <laughs> so you're so you, it's at the store parking lot. Then is that uh, is that where they uh, where they're holding this or? Yeah, so I think it's it's not only a store, but it's also their their USA headquarters. So their their corporate uh, corporate entity, if you will, is adjacent to this in the same building. It's, so it's not just a a retail store. This is their their USA headquarters. So we got to remind people uh, two, three weeks before going out there, and every week, so that uh, they'll uh, our listeners will know to go out there. Because I'm sure they would uh, they would like to meet you. How are you doing on stickers, Josh? Yeah, uh, I'm getting low, Tony. Getting low. I've I've got a I've got a small roll of these little guys here that I'm running out of, and I've got I think less than ten of the diecast uh, okay. die cast die cut. Have to get you set up before uh, going out there to that event. So Absolutely. You can do that. Yep. yep. Excellent. Alexa, ask the Jeep Talk Show to play the latest episode. Welcome. You can listen to all the episodes of Jeep Talk Show, a Jeep podcast, including new episodes, as they are released. For now, you'll start with the most recent episode, but you can change by skipping forward or backward. You can even say how many episodes you'd like to skip. Hey, coming up on Friday, episode 765, uh, Phil Hollenbeck of hearts.com, H-A-A-R-T-Z.com. You can always go to the show notes and and get that link. Uh, They provide material for best top and Ford Bronco soft tops. Really interesting conversation. And uh, by the way, you can't buy anything from them. (laughs) <laughs> you can only buy from the people that they sell to. But it's it's still very interesting to find out how they make it, how they go about it, and why it's so good. And also, too, which one, which top uh, material you want to pick from Best Top, because not all the Best Tops have their material. Hey, Jeeper, don't forget about the Jeep Talk Show newsletter. And, uh, well, the JeepTalkShow.com website. Head over to JeepTalkShow.com. Click that contact button that's going to get you right over to that page where all of our information is at how to interact with us here at the show how to sign up for the newsletter which is really chock full of great information 
Check that out, would you? Uh, it's going to come directly from us. Don't worry. We're not going to spam you, nothing like that. We don't sell your information and nothing like that. You're not going to all of a sudden get a, a ton of emails from all these other people. No, no, no. It's just the Jeep Talk Show newsletter. I know one more email a week or something like that. Well, what's it going to harm? Uh, but it's got all times, all types of great information in there about what's happening here on the show, what's going on behind the scenes, uh, what's happening as far as giveaways go, and of course, information to uh, to join in on our Tuesday roundtable episodes. How would you like to be a part of a Jeep Talk Show episode as we record it live? It happens every Tuesday as we do the roundtable episodes where we invite you, the listeners, to join us as we record a show. Simple as that. No VIP, no pay-to-play, nothing like that. It's just a Zoom link and a password, and it's all in the newsletter. Hope to see you next Tuesday, and hope you head over to the JeepTalkShow.com website right now and sign up for that newsletter today. Well, Jeeper, that's all the Jeep Talk Show there is for now. Until our next show, be sure to keep it on the trail and between the trees. And as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. Oh, hey, and if you tell your kids uh, if they put their PJs on backwards, they'll wake up in a Jeep. <laughs> but that's not that. why I'm calling. No, I love that. <laughs> Broadcasting since 2010.